My name is David, and these are my monologues. total pat myself on the back episode or not well the podcast episode where it's just going to be like me listening showing you that i'm like uh i'm like a bad boyfriend i feel like where every now and then you have to do something really sweet you know to make it up so this is me doing something sweet that being listening to what you have to say <laughs> and, and like we'll have like a real conversation and it'll be very nice wow wow i, I appreciate that <laughs> i'm you already have me back yeah <laughs> you already have me back yeah All see right. now you've you, you just got the danella charm at a hundred percent throttle wow hello everybody and welcome to bloody sunday the strain podcast coming at you pretty late uh because to be honest we didn't want to do it uh we well were, be fair so first interruption of the yeah. night. Be fair though. Um we had um so we had some circumstances. We're busy people and yeah. uh life events yeah. and uh things came up uh and we kept putting it off. I just watched the thing today, which is Thursday, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um I watched the thing with uh you know the John Carpenter movie. Um that was him, right? Uh yes. Yeah. Um but then I also watched The Strain today. Uh and um, yeah, so we're doing this now. It's just me and David because we we got to get it done. We got to get her done. Um, I apologize for that. Uh, add Larry the Cable Guy to the yeah list, list of, of apologies, apologies that we no longer listeners. offer. Yeah, uh, well you got to do that. Yeah, I got I got to do it. I got maybe I'll just do a season long apology. Like you have you ever seen the SNL um, when they send up Fox and Friends? And at the end of uh, the episode, it's just like all the corrections, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and it goes on for longer than the uh, the skit does. Yes. Uh, speaking of skits, uh, we are coming to you live from the Philly Improv Theater, which does uh, sketch, improv, stand-up, and a whole bunch of other things, variety shows at the theater. Uh, it's located at 2030 Sansom in beautiful downtown Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, city of brotherly love. Uh, and if you come on Wednesday nights, parking is free. If you come on Sunday nights, shows are free. Super free Sunday. Mike, what happens if they show up on October Saturday, October 11th at 12 p.m.? What do they get for free then? That would be a free intro to improv workshop with uh, you. Rising David. star. Yeah. <laughs> David Danella. Uh, so go to phillyimprovtheater.com. Uh, and you can check out that. Uh, you can also check out all the other classes we have in improv, sketch, and stand-up. Uh, there are very few spots left in our 101 classes, so mm-hmm. go and check those out. Pop yourself into one of those, and you also get to see shows for free. All the shows we just mentioned uh, in improv, sketch, and stand-up, you can see for free. Now, uh, you watched the episode. Yes. What did you think of it? Okay, so... We're not going to really... My notes are not really in any order, so let's yeah. just talk about this thing. It's probably going to be quick. So, um, I, I, you seemed very disappointed in the, in the little I've spoken to you since you've seen the episode. And i got to say that there were um, some, some things happened in this episode that needed to happen. And also, um, it, it also confirmed some things for me 
Like, it, it, it touched the things that I like. And here's what I like. I like Gus and yeah. everything that he's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, uh, for some reason, I like this weird little relationship that Vasily and Dutch have. I, I don't know why. Let me ask one more question. question. Guys. Guys or girls? <laughs> it has never mattered. Because <laughs> she's Russian. <laughs> yeah. I was also miming her smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah um, Which was on one of those, in a, one of those really long holders, I think. Yeah. Uh, super lazy, by the way, to, I think, to make her, to explain her Britishness by her being, moving there when she was 15. Because I knew some people that moved to England when they were 15, and I thought it was so fake that they, if they, like when they came back with like not even minor accents, but it would just be like more inflection. They'd be like, oh, would you just put that there, please? Like, I don't think that Americans talk like that. That's not the cadence that they speak with. And I understand you're, you know, you're in high school, you want to try and fit in, but to me, her accent is the accent of somebody who has lived in in uh, in England for their entire lives. Yeah. And so it was just it was another one of those messy things where it's like I'm I'm like you're you're forcing me to not buy stuff in a vampire show. <laughs> That's the most unrealistic thing is her accent. Yeah. Not the not the vampires. Yeah. Not the the guy who wants to the, the guy that's lived forever and just keeps getting organ transplants. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was disappointed in the episode. I, I mean, at the same at the same time, I still enjoyed it mm-hmm. because it's a fun show. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's kind of like one of the like a blockbuster movie. Uh, there's going to be fun things in it, mm-hmm. uh, and then they keep cr- kind of cramming these different things into the end uh, of the of the episode that you're like, all right. All right, kind of like you're doing with this podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah. I'll come back to you, yeah. Stream. By the um, way, did we, in the uh, in the four days between when we normally post this and now, has anybody hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Gmail, being like, "Where's the Where's the Strain podcast?" Uh, I don't think so. Um, no, I, I don't. I didn't. I haven't checked the email. It's not on my yeah. phone. I gotta add the accounts. Um, I have a sneaking it would be suspicion. A constant disappointment. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion that people aren't. And I don't think it's because of the quality of the show. This show is great. It gets this, downloads. It gets yeah. hundreds of downloads. Okay, yeah, but I I think that people aren't as into the strain now. Yeah, I think yeah. I think everybody's just biding time until Game of Thrones comes back. On. Oh my god! And um, or True Detective or something. Or Fargo. Good shows. Yeah, good shows. Uh, when I uh, the Game of Thrones beer just came out. Omagang. Yeah, Omagang uh, or Omagang yeah. out, uh, out of out uh, of upstate New York. Um, it's called Valor Valor Morgulis. Valor Morgulis. Morgulis, however you pronounce it. Uh, it's a it's a Belgian double, which is all men must die. Yeah, all men must die. It's a double, which is like a Belgian brown ale, uh, probably like around eight percent alcohol. Um, but on the box, I said all this just to set up the fact that on the box, it says Game of Thrones Spring of 2015. Yeah. And I saw that and I wanted to f- cry. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, that's six months away from yeah. now. And uh, as I one time said, um, like in a Game of Thrones podcast, 
you know, we make all these big deals about, oh, George R. R. Martin, is he even going to live to see the end of Game of Thrones? But, you know, at the same time, you're like, am I? <laughs> Ebola? Are, are we gonna, I don't know. <laughs> Things are happening in the world, Mike, and I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be in six months. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing about Ebola, it, it resurrected my Ebola gay joke. Yeah. <laughs> the Ebola gay. Every, yeah, anytime Ebola pops up, Mike just sends a tweet to somebody, you know, like, Ebola gay. <laughs> it now no longer has the whole joke attached to it. Yeah. Uh, because originally when, it, when, it, uh, when they had that Texan, when it was all over the news, yeah. that the, the, and again, it's Texas. Um, or in Dallas, wherever it was originally a couple months ago or last month, whatever, mm. I don't know. I have no concept of time anymore. Yeah. Um, when it was on the news saying that there is a, an American being transported to America uh, and via plane and he has Ebola. So I was like, okay, so can we start calling the plane the Ebola gay? Yeah. You know, for Enola gay, people yeah. who don't know history, drop the uh, bomb. Yeah. The bomb. Uh, in any case, the fat, the fat it's man. Now just right. What's that? The fat man, right? The name of the bomb itself. The bomb was called. There was, was the called fat, fat man, man and the little boy. Yeah. 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 Um, all connected to the strain. How? How? It has to do with World War Two. Yeah. Uh, which is also where we got a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, well, we're now. What happened after yeah. uh, he escaped uh, from the camp? Uh, he being Abe. Uh, so what did you think of the flashbacks? So... Because I'm more interested in that right now. In the flashbacks. In the flashbacks. Well, I still really want to see a spinoff of that whole thing. Well, I'd rather not see the flashbacks. I'd rather see all of that. It's funny because, yeah, actually, that because so that is what I was going to say in my own way, which is that the flashbacks don't do it for me because, like, I would so much rather have seen, like, a little bit more about like Abe like living his life like we jumped I imagine we jumped 15 years between the end of World War II and him doing his stuff um, in this most recent episode like I would yeah. love to like and, and and obviously the show can't do subtle the show can't do tender moments it, like the courtroom stuff sucked the stuff with F and his son sucked so I don't know why I want to see this but I would have loved to see like Abe like court his wife I would have loved mm -hmm. to see that relationship develop because we know how it ends mm -hmm. so let's do like let's do the is that dramatic irony when we know how something's going to end but they don't let, let's let's like give the audience something that they know that they shouldn't care about because they know how it ends but yeah. still wind up caring about well there's a lot of really good stories like that yeah I just uh, sent a tweet out there mm-hmm I don't know. To seeing, the these yeah. seeing these things today, uh, and if you are not caught up with Game of Thrones, uh, skip forward for thirty seconds or so. Uh, Spoiler: Starting alert. now, I really want to see a spinoff of Ober and Martell. Oh, it would be because it, we know how it ends. Yeah, but the character that character needs to come back. Oh yeah. Uh, he needs to come back into like I don't know I haven't read the book so I don't know if somehow there's they don't do flashbacks but mm. um, I know that their people the Dorn Dornish are mm -hmm. coming back yes uh, I've seen some different graphics that show as much yeah uh, and I made some you know some locks yeah. <laughs> last season yeah. locks were made locks yeah. were made <laughs> um, but um, 
So yeah, I really want to see something like that. I know how it ends. Yeah. But the character is so compelling, just like to me, uh, Abe is so compelling. Um, I want. I don't care that I know how it ends. I just want to see that story and the way that they're kind of putting these flashbacks in there are not necessarily working for me. Yeah, I mean, and again, this to me is a lot like I've complained vocally on a bunch of probably a bunch of different podcasts and to Mike. Without a without a microphone in between us, about how much I I dislike prequels because they so frequently, um, instead of adding like depth and color to a character, like the Star Wars prequel should have done, like that should have just been all about adding depth and color to Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin, and it really wasn't. It was more just about how we got there, and you're not really interested in how we get to a place. You want. You want to when you see a, after watching a prequel, you should be able to look at the characters in the main source material and just be like, "Oh my god!" Like that guy in the corner, like I know what his life is, and like I like oh my like Darth Vader like is no longer the figure that he is. So like you know for Abe like he's this crusty, crackly old man. He's he's a one track mind. He has no sentimentality. Finish that to finish that word super slowly, <laughs> and you were powering down. Yeah, and we and and so so show us, show us the Abe that had a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of pep in his step. Show us the Abe that had hope and had belief, but don't like. Did, but to just show us that, you know, the the beats. Yeah, that we could that we can already guess. Of course. Yeah. Of course vampires killed his wife. He keeps her heart in a jar. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it, it, it was just kind of acting out... Yeah, it was just acting out what we what we already know and not mm. adding anything anything to it. So, yeah, I... Yeah, it just wasn't... wasn't I wasn't digging it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind a whole episode or two just of, of those things. You know, if you need to... I mean, we've already complained that this is... Uh, I think Rob had said... That this is a eight episode show stretched over thirteen, uh, 13 yeah, uh, like butter scraped over too much toast. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Bilbo Baggins, yeah. um, but I'd rather some of those episodes were just the flashbacks. You know, maybe two full episodes in there, just dealing with Abe, yeah. and then the next one picks up. Boom, yeah, uh, and and, and, and I think it touches the fact that I'm not. A hundred percent sure that this show respects the intelligence of their audience. Because look at the master. Yeah, just look at him. Oh my god, he looks like uh, he looks like grown up Mac from Mac and Me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you know what he looks like? He looks like that that thing, and maybe it's the same movie uh, where Paul Rudd goes on. The talk shows. Oh yeah, shows the same clip. I think that is Mac and Me. Is it Mac and Me? I yeah. I want it where the where the like the little thing is yeah. like going down the uh, yeah. the, the the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and then that and then the thing. guy just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. I think it's Mac and Me. Yeah, but I think he looks that is. like he looks like a grown up Mac from Mac and Me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they don't uh, appreciate the intelligence of that. May be a bad example. Um, of them, there are plenty of real good examples of them not, yeah, taking intelligence. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the, and and so the other thing is like, look, there are a lot of shows that don't respect the intelligence of their audience, but guess what they do do? 
they put the pedal to the metal and they go if there's a character like Gus like they don't either they use him very selectively to just amp you up or he's a main character they don't wishy-wash like you should like you, it should feel awesome whether it's Vasily or Gus it should be it should just feel awesome every second they're on screen like they should be up to something like it should be fun you should be you should like some there should be somebody in that like whether it's Gus Abe or Vasily one of those guys has to be the guy that every time they come on screen you get excited like um like Oprah and Martel like, uh, like there are a lot of characters actually in Game of Thrones that where like yeah. you know sometimes they're not in a couple episodes and then they show up and you are excited. Um, uh, the char- Who's the guy in The Wire? Bran is not one of them. Bran is not one of them. <laughs> but you can have a Bran because guy you have the all those other Omar? People. Yeah, Omar coming. Yeah. It's like, Omar's it, coming. Omar's coming. Like, that kind of stuff is, is it, like, it gets you amped. And, uh, by the way, those are two, like, excellent shows, so that's not even a, like, fair. Um, but you can have really good characters in a very bad show. Oh, yeah. And you can have really good action in a very bad show. And I, um, in all variations of and all, all yeah, and all the all the vacillations and sine waves. That... You know, uh, this is off topic. Okay, um, but it's more interesting to me. <laughs> um, just kidding, half half kidding. Uh, but terrible, great actors in terrible shows. Uh-huh. Right now, a classic example is Dean Norris from Breaking Bad. He played uh-huh. Hank. Uh-huh. Is in Under the Dome, which is. Are you familiar with? Under I'm not the, familiar with Under if, the Dome. If, if I could go back in time and start doing a podcast uh-huh. about a TV show that I wish I would have, it would be Under the Dome. Under the Dome, because it would be so. I talk to myself. I podcast to myself uh-huh. when I'm watching this show. It is so fucking terrible. Yeah. God, it's so bad. Um, so a a mysterious dome mm-hmm. uh, has uh, covered this town, uh-huh. Chester's Mill. And it's a few weeks that have passed. There have been uh, uh, riots. There have been people that have broken, made up, broken up, gotten back together, uh-huh. uh, come back to life. Uh, there's no concept of time within this show or within the minds of these people. Awesome. Um, the acting is, everything about the show is terrible. Uh-huh. But he's trapped in a dome of himself, a good actor in a terrible show, yeah. surrounded by terrible actors. Well, you know, I mean, TNT and uh, and USA, this is how they make their money, kind of, is they get halfway decent actors <laughs> on like like. And first of all, let's get let's push this out of the way. Psych is a phenomenal show. Okay, Psych is not included in this, but all you other, all you castles, royal paids, <laughs> uh, Rizzoli and Isles, uh, Franklin and Bash, uh, um, Mac and uh, me, Mac and me, uh, criminal. What's it called? Um, Oh, uh, oh! It's like outside the. There's like criminal they're minds. all bad puns. It's criminal minds. Well, USA is, is like um, is like um, there's one about a, a, a sports psychologist that's called like roughing the passer or something like that. Necessary roughness. Yeah, necessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. Um, yeah, no, no, it's called necessary roughness. Yeah. Uh, white collar. You Private know, so, practice it, judging yeah. Amy. So they're all like you know they're all decent sh- like they're like decently cast, um, and. They're, I think this is the difference is they're all actually like kind of smartly written yeah. but unlike the strange Jane they just smart in her yeah. return to television <laughs> yeah after designing women yeah. 
<laughs> it's really like that. It's Timothy Hutton in his triumphant <laughs> return. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, they're 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 like they're Park written overall from TV's <laughs> wings. But Why do I even know her name? But they're like they're very um, they're written by very smart people who are just kind of reveling in the filth. The strain feels like it's written by very dumb people who are trying to make art. And the, the yeah. oh, what a divergent we went on! Like what it's a, a it's a, a beautiful show to watch. I think I think visually it's a it's a really cool show. I mean, yeah. even though I'm making fun of the master, he's cool to look at. Kind of. Yeah, no, he's cool to look at. He's yeah. cool to look at. But I mean, as a menacing figure, I don't get I don't get menacing from this thing. Yeah, all I can think of is is Mac. He also looks like he looks like I remember being, um, you know, being young. And I'm still young, but I'm young, <laughs> as a, I'm young as a man, not as a boy. I, this is me as a young boy. I remember. Um, Move on. My, I remember my parents like really not caring about Halloween very much, um, and like we would just go to CVS and we just kind of point to a mask and be like, "Oh, that's a good mask for me." Like I, that's what I would say, and they'd be like, "Okay, take that mask and then we'll do that." And like it was always a monster mask, and they all looked vaguely like the master. And I know Guillermo, like, didn't he get his... What's his big company that he does all his effects with? I don't know. It's like... I, I, like it's a name that is as recognizable as Industrial Light and Magic, but it's like the, it's like the, the visual effects guy. I can't remember what the name of it is. But, like, he is, like... He is affiliated with the... The biggest costume effect company in Hollywood okay. so for me the master is a letdown yeah yeah cool to look at but again I, I don't get uh, he's not scary I think he was scarier when they when he was just like a, a wispy black robed figure oh yeah and that's why he's such a letdown is because there was like I thought he was going to stay like that why not let him be the ghost of Christmas future yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking of which, I'm more scared of the Ghost of Christmas Future in Scrooged yeah. than I am the Master. Yeah. Hmm. Let the Master remain a concept. You don't have to, like, we know he's a big banana fingered <laughs> yeah. bat boy now. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think about what happened first of all like another scene like you know like this is like just like little stuff that you would actually love to see wouldn't you have loved to like zach to have just when when f comes home be like uh what'd you do and he's like i you know i um i ran out and got uh mrs martinez's cigarettes and just have f instead of bullying dutch or yelling at Vasily. Like actually yell at somebody who deserves it. Like yeah. like listen. Like like either to Nora or to his mom. He's like to her mom. Like what the f are you Look doing? Look, you crazy bitch. Yeah. You said. Do you are you not aware of what's going on? I mean, I know she's not. She, no. But <laughs> cigarettes. You send my son out for cigarettes. There are I, vampires out there, man. Yeah, man. What is that? I think it's like Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. They do that. There are vampires out there, man. Oh my god, I'm bit. Um, yeah, I have that. Uh, and then they, like, they have this look at each other like, shh, we won't speak of this. Yeah. Uh, him and, him and the grandma. 
uh, which you know, no, speak of it. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, that like, I don't. I like things. Things happen too comfortably sometimes on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Dutch returning. Yeah. With uh, with all the equipment they need yeah. to do a, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, she <clears throat> broke into somewhere, grabbed some shit. And I don't know. I mean, is she going to be cool with... Uh, is she going to be cool with... Uh, what's his face now? F? Or like, uh, is that it? Like After their cool? needless argument? Yeah. Which was came out of nowhere? It's probably easy to get over. I, it was written in it could be easily written I think that it's I mean yeah it's easy to just write past it but I actually think that those are the hardest things to get over I I think that arguments based on misunderstandings or or based on little petty things um, you talking about life? I'm talking about life yeah and like yeah so again you know I mean I know this show's not life but uh, I I think that those are the like Mike I'm, I'm sure when we stop speaking to each other it's which is it's going to happen one day, and it's going to be over something like, uh, like chicken McNuggets or like some kind of misunderstanding involving. I, I'm for some reason I imagine it's going to happen over some kind of chicken product or like <laughs> some chicken product or like uh, or like we're gonna like go to like we're gonna go to see Guardians of the Galaxy two, and I'm gonna get the wrong candy, and you're gonna be like, I told you I didn't want that candy. I'm gonna be like, you didn't tell me, and then the next thing we know. You know, the Philly Improv Theater has to choose sides. When's the last time you saw me eat candy? Maybe this is the maybe this is the problem. <laughs> I finally decide to get some candy, <laughs> and you bring me back Whoppers. Yeah. Oh, Whoppers. no, I would never. Is that the name of the things are? Uh, malty, malted milk balls? Yeah. Yeah, they're Whoppers. They're awful, aren't they? Yeah, terrible. See, this is why we're never going to have that fight. Were you going to bring those to me? No, of course not. I hate Whoppers. What would you bring me? God, um, you... If I didn't ask, what movie theater candy would you bring me? Movie theater candy? Yeah. Okay, so big I'm... Big box. Big box? Okay, so, so I'm... It's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it's a, it can be And this isn't plus. a gift. I gave you, I gave yeah, you, you money. Yeah, you gave me money. Oh, God, you just said, just get me candy. Just well, me we something. might... We, uh, well, I would, I would... First of all, I would resent you for not just telling me what you wanted. <laughs> I also, would, that would never happen. Yeah, I would it would tell never you happen. exactly okay. what it was. So, this is... And, and uh, feel free to write in about this, listeners. This is a, this is a movie theater candy that I... Adore, and I know I know that it's not that exciting. I want to write down a candy. I want to see. If okay, you write down a candy. I, I know I know that I know that there are better ones, but this is this is what I, in my heart, associate with movie theater candies. I'm getting snow caps. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike and Ike. Oh, you had, is that what you would have wanted? No, that's what I oh, thought you no, were going to. No, no, no. I hate I hate licorice stuff. Snow caps. Yeah, snow caps. I don't think I've ever had a snow cap. Um, they're known uh, generically as non-pareils. It's like it's essentially a chocolate chip with small, like white sprinkles in it. Okay. Yeah, they're really not that Is exciting. It like but those, it's like, uh, like those sprinkle star cookies. You know what I'm talking about? No. Well, they're pretty good. Check them out. I will check them out. Who <laughs> <laughs> has anybody turned on this podcast? <laughs> it's good. Check them out. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Uh, how is what were we talking about as far as this show? We goes? were talking about how um, I think that if this show was playing oh, true misunderstanding. to life, yeah, then that misunderstanding. But also, it's that's a waste of time. 
it's a waste of the audience's time to watch people fight over a misunderstanding unless it's yeah. done really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that mis- that issue that caused them to part ways, mm-hmm. there it was there was nothing. There was nothing that that, that at least that I saw that 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 happened. Maybe when the DVD of the strain comes out before season two, yeah, uh, probably this time next year or so. Uh, maybe there's a deleted scene that shows her, I don't know, roughing Zach up or something. Yeah, um, but as for right now, there's nothing that really caused not at all her to leave, and then why is she coming back? Um, and, and I guess she says she has this plan, um, which is to hack into the emergency broadcast system. Uh, so that F can, uh, can... Let's just talk about that a moment. Can you get to the most important information first? I Yeah. Uh, yeah, like... I guess he thought if he didn't... If he didn't give his credentials... Nobody would believe him? Hey, buddy, you just hacked into the emergency broadcast system... So why don't you take it on faith that people have some ability, some ability to, or, or, or some recognition that you have ability or connections or something? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 watching that, I was thinking, wait, was that a coup? What they just did? Like, why are they all cheering? What did he tell them? He told them that he works for the CDC. Yeah. Uh, and that there's a, there's an outbreak. Yeah. Uh, that's what people are kind of, people are kind of disappearing. Uh, they showed the video, uh, and he described some things. But when he gets to the most important shit, which is how to kill them and what kills them, it it was done. Yeah, you blew it. Yeah, and again, uh, you blew it. Yep. You blew it. <laughs> that was a big shot, Fokker. <laughs> and, and it's what that was uh, the end of that when it was. Uh, um, uh, I was sending them to uh, Thailand for the. It was supposed to be a surprise, and you blew it. Yeah. I. This is another big tangent. shot, Fokker. Um. It, it. I don't. I. I can't believe this is possible, but I think it has actually become the truth. Is I think Robert De Niro is underrated. I think that he's so fucking good that he is actually underrated. I know he's been in some bad movies since like 1998. Yeah. But I still think that he's an underrated actor. I'm talking like. It not only not only Rocky over the past ten, not only over the past like Showtime. fifteen years, but over his career, I think the whole breadth of his career, I think, I still don't quite think that people are like. I, I still think there's some people that are like not on board with how amazing he is. As well, I think that's partly because for a while he was picking movies, he was picking good movies. First of all, yeah, uh, and they they weren't like out every year. Yeah. now it seems like you can see him in almost anything, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know. What what made it, what changed in his life to make him feel like he needs to do that? Yeah. Um, but because you see him in so many different things and such a variety, yeah, you're going to get a. I think at least for me, yeah, you get a little the, the shine wears off. Yeah. I yeah I, I still think he just shine sheen, but I I still think he brings the love. Uh, what were we talking about before this? Before uh, this other tangent. This yeah. we're gonna still gonna stretch this bad episode into. <laughs> Into two hours just because we go on tangents no matter what. We were talking about the CDC thing. This is another example of the show the, – the, them living in a universe where 
people don't have never read horror books they've never seen horror movies they don't know what a vampire is except for the fact that they're oh, oh so they, they say oh vampire you mean that thing in the book look i i can walk down any street and find somebody who has a bumper sticker that says zombie apocalypse uh what's it called like team or something like that you know people think about this shit yeah you get on the air, you get on the emergency line, and you say, this is a vampire outbreak, this is a zombie apocalypse, this is not a joke, my name is Ephraim, whatever his last, Ephraim Goodweather, I am the head of the CDC, we are in total outbreak mode right now, yeah. the way to kill these... Cut, are, to, the, cut yeah, to the like chase. There are people who will absolutely start reacting appropriately to that. Yeah. But that's the, that's the other thing about this is that this is another thing that kind of for me sets up what is happening. What is happening? What is what is it, the state of the United States right now? The state of New York? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have hundreds of maybe thousands of uh, vampires. Stragoi, stragoi, stragoi. Uh, in the in the sewers, they're uh, at night. They're coming up. They're killing people. I mean, we see some neighborhoods that are just completely decimated, uh-huh. uh, and and some that are you know kind of a little more well taken care of. It. There's no, there, I don't, I have no concept right now of how bad things are. Yeah, there's this um there's this game. It's an app for uh you know the iPhone or Android. It's called Plague Incorporated, and the the basic idea of the game is that you are introducing a Uh, either a a virus or a bacteria or a spore or something and you are trying to infect and kill the entire population and this game it's like a fucked up lemonade stand it's kind of yeah it's like a fucked up lemonade stand Um, but this game uses this game (laughs) uses that's a fickle audience right there yeah Um, this game uses it it uses some really sophisticated (laughs) some really sophisticated math math and like algorithms to like try and emulate how a disease would actually spread and try to emulate how countries would actually react to it to the point that they've actually um there are like scientists who not use this game but like it's a very accurate model for epidemiology believe it or not so one of the things that happens in this game not one of the things that happens in this game is that like as countries notice that there's a disease they will do stuff like close their ports and like if it gets bad enough they will literally drop a nuclear weapon on their own country or on one of their major cities to try and eradicate the disease yeah so it's the united states of america there's an outbreak in new york people are running wild the internet is down. There's no good means of communication. Like the the so like like society has now completely broken down in New York. Like imagine 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 the L.A. riots uh, times ten and just ongoing. And you mean to tell me that the National Guard has not been mobilized yet? You mean to tell me that nobody's had a conversation about well? Is what's going on something where we need to drop a bomb on New York? Mm-hmm. Because those conversations would happen. For God's sake, 
Philadelphia in the 70s dropped a bomb on a bunch of people living in a commune, a group of Black Panthers, and they were not a threat. So you're telling me that nobody... Talking about the move? What? You're not talking about the move, are you? Yeah. That's the 80s. Was that the 80s? Yeah, okay. it's like 85 or 86. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was late 70s. It's I'm thinking the of the Oakland. The confrontation started in the 70s. Okay. But the and what, Rizzo move. dropped the bomb and... Good. You don't know your Philadelphia history. Dude, let's not get on this, man. That was, uh, that is a real, real sore subject in the black community. I didn't bring it up. I brought I'm it up. I correcting your facts. Oh, you're correcting my facts, but you, you were saying good. No, Mayor Good, Wilson oh, Good. Ma- oh, oh, I thought you... <laughs> Jesus I Christ. thought you were saying it was a good thing, and I was like, Mike, what, what's, what's happening It was with Mayor us? Wilson oh, okay. Good okay. who dropped the, uh, dropped the bomb. Yeah. So anyway, I, oh God, I was like, I was like, oh no, we, we might not be able to be okay. This with is each where other. we don't talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Our misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look, there, somebody would have had to react. Look, we just made we made a gigantic deal about the George Washington Bridge being closed. I had nothing more to say. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, as far as the show goes, um, what do we want to talk about here? Uh, uh, so I guess we, Gus. Yeah, we we have a little bit with Gus. Um, he shows up at the Nigerians uh, where he sold the car, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some. He's got a lot of silver teeth. I think he could just bite into a vamp. Yeah, uh, kill him that way. Um, gets uh, puts him puts a gun to him. Tells him that he wants some guns. Uh, some more guns, um, and there's they go to this little trailer by yeah. by shipping dock or whatever. Um, somebody shows up, gives him money to ship things, and um, I'm sure you knew. I, I figured what it was. Yeah, uh, it was going to be just a fucking trailer full of uh, um, vampires. Vampires. I, I was thinking vampires or. Or, like, oh, Gus oh, is going to find his buttmobile. I mean, not buttmobile, <laughs> batmobile. His buttmobile. <laughs> he's he's going to start doing, like, gonzo porn. I mean, he a, opens up the, the trailer and it's just all worms. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was oh, either... Get the shit off me. Like, I, I thought it was either going to be something really cool or vampires. Oh. On a show about vampires, that's a pretty good put down. Yeah. Uh, something really cool, or the vampires. Well, I just meant like a cool toy for Gus to play with, like a Nerf gun. Um, a little bit like, uh, you know, I thought it was. I thought like they one were, of those hang glider things. Well, I thought they were potentially setting up a thing where it's like, um, you know, like in uh, in Pulp Fiction, where he's like, "All right, am I taking the gun? Am I taking the this? Am I taking the that? I'm taking the samurai sword." So I thought it was a little bit like. Uh, Gus is like, I'm stealing your guns. Like, why don't you open up that thing? Like, or like the you know the Men in Black weapons cache, something <laughs> yeah. like that. This was fine though. Yeah. Uh, and then dude starts shooting at Gus. Yeah. Again, I don't care how many uh, or what issues I have with somebody. Um, that that's a moment where you are on the same side. You recognize humanity, yeah. and you are on the same side. It's. I mean, <laughs> Gus is just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Like <laughs> Gus is the shit. He's a really like. I like. Oh, is that I, how you want to play this? Like, I, you know, like, um, 
I, his his lines could turn out could could be dumb with a different actor, and I think he's really like. I feel like he's the only person that has like really committed a hundred percent, like him and Abe maybe. Yeah. Who just like are like I am delivering these lines. Like I am I am Gus and I am going for it. Yeah. Um, because what I how how fucking gleefully funny was it for that to happen? Yeah. And so he gets uh, picked up by uh, Stragoy Team Six. <laughs> yeah. St Six. Um, and they targeted him. They yeah they were like no. Not him. Him, you idiots. Him. 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 Uh, and then they bag him, tag him, and van him. Drag, drag him. Yeah, yeah drag, drag, drag him to the I, I say van him. It was, it was right there. It was hanging there, and yeah. I didn't even take it. Drag him. Uh, I'm an idiot. All right. Um, so that's all for, for Gus's uh, storyline. What yeah. do you think is happening there with him? Um, I... They're going to make him? It, it's Yeah, it's a... It's a good question. I mean, I, they seem to all have been made. Like, they're all, like, vampires or something, right? Yeah. Or, it, or, or some of them wearing masks and helmets still? I don't think so. So, either either they're trying to put together a human faction. Either they're trying to put together a human faction, or they have existed forever, and they have... They follow people and identify candidates for their team, and then they turn them. Um, we better get some answers from them for the next from the next episode because I I don't know if I have the energy to wait an entire season to find out their story. Yeah, it, it's time. Like pacing is is not it pacing is is very difficult but it's also not that difficult yeah um they they must have also targeted the nanny and the kids for some reason yeah they they just seem to show up um but like that was a situation where it was happening in the house and they they kind of knew what was going on so either they're kind of tapped into that collective mind that they seem to share like the Borg yeah um or they just happen to be going places when shit when shit goes down, looking yeah. for people. Um, either way, they're collecting humans for some reason. Now, did did Nanny and the kids go with them? Yeah, they did. Okay, yeah. so yeah, and maybe they they're collecting the assets. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I want. I need something next next episode from from that. For sure. I mean, yeah. we need so many things next episode. Ugh. Um, so, At least the witch is an end. Yeah. So speaking of ends, um, fine. Like again, like and like this is how you really know that you've made a bad character, or just a lazy, boring character. Is that nobody was nobody was happy that Nora's mother died. Nobody was sad <laughs> Nora's mother died. They were yeah. just relieved. Yeah. It was just oh, that's gone. Yep. And. Um, it's also you know again like we're starting to get to the point where all right we don't need to see somebody go through it every time they have to cut off their loved one's head and also nora like your mom was your nightmare she was i mean like look you loved her you cared for her i like i like i completely um empathize with the fact that it must be a tortured mix of feelings to like 
be caring for a loved one that is slipping. Mm-hmm. But I think it's fair to say that you probably feel a little bit of relief, yeah, like sure. like everybody does, unfortunately, when they're you know when this loved one finally goes. And maybe the fact that a vampire ate her isn't the worst thing. Like, it, that, that, you know, maybe that's better not than just, her literally just dying of Alzheimer's. Not just any vampire. Yeah. Was Bo- it? Bolivar. Oh, yeah, Bolivar. Yeah. Who, who uh, came back Which the... got shoehorned in. They're like, eh, let's bring this guy back. Yeah, what happened to Bolivar? Uh, but those vamps that uh, showed up with uh, the German to kind of siege the place mm-hmm. uh, were definitely more controlled. So, you know, it's another showing of the hierarchy of how infected people can actually get. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was Bolivar. Yeah. Which, like, again, like, cool, but <laughs> yeah. meaningless. No. Um, also, were you slightly disappointed? I, I was expecting Abe to blow up the shop at the end. He's got a tunnel out of there. Yeah. He clearly has the tunnel out of there because he knows that someday somebody will lay siege to this place. Yeah. Um, Be like, what was it, Gene Hackman in Enemy of the State? Is that what it was, where he leaves the apartment and then it's like the self-contained explosion? God, I haven't seen Enemy of the State. Is that the Will Smith one or the Chris Rock one? Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah. God, I think it's an Enemy of the State. I haven't seen that movie in... 10 to 12 years. I'm pretty sure it's that movie. He um, he leaves. He's the one that's like, you know, you're the one that they want. Yeah. Uh, off the grid kind of guy. He has an apartment, but I think he leaves his apartment when everything's been compromised and like hits switch and then like the whole, everything burns, but it's like with just within. Just within the yeah. thing, yeah. And yeah, I would see absolutely um, Abe doing something like that. Mm-hmm. He has all of them in there too. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you set this up? Yeah. Come on, Abe. Because, 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 even though, because, because it's not, because it's so logical. Because you and I thought of it. Because everybody watching the show thought of it. I mean, I mean, you know, the, I would love, and, and, and here's the other thing, is that I bet that all the writers are very good, like, they're, I bet they're personable, I bet they are interesting, I bet they're smart, I bet they all went to great colleges, I bet they're effective communicators, and I bet they're actually they're they're solid artists. Like they they I bet when they write for themselves, they write interesting, thoughtful stuff. But I would love to get one of them in this room and have them explain all the things they did, all, all you know, all, all all the choices they made and why they made them. Yeah. And I don't think an acceptable answer is because that's how it happens in the book. Because one, I haven't read the book. Right. And two. Um, I won't if you if read lying. the book, and too reading the book, like like sticking being true to the book, is only gets you so far. And if you don't recognize the fact that you're working with a different medium, then you failed as a show. And look, maybe they'd say, "Yo, like you know, one of the one of the main produce, you know, one of the guys who wrote the book has his hands all over this thing, and he wants it his way, and we can only do it his way." Fair. Yeah. But if it's, yeah, we just kind of, you know, um, you know, they paid us up front and we didn't think we were getting a second season, so we uh, we just stopped caring after a while. <laughs> It'd be pretty sweet, though, if it was like a studio has their hands on this show 
Uh, and then the DVD that comes out has alternate versions, like a director's cut of every episode. Yeah. And you watch those, and you're like, "Holy fucking shit! Yeah. This is the show I want." Or, or just like, um, or just somebody goes rogue and just like explains like what the plan was. Yeah. One of the um, most angering things that has ever affected me in in terms of pop culture was when they leaked the original script to Indiana Jones Four. Because it was a very nice script, yeah, and uh, and Sean Connery was in it. Uh, um, it was, it, you know, it, it you know, it was about an aging Indiana Jones yeah. dealing with that. And George Lucas was like, "This is too dark." Steven Spielberg had signed off on it. Harrison Ford had signed mm. off on it, but George Lucas said no. So they went with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So, so that would be to me the only acceptable answer to what the strain is right now. George Lucas. George Lucas is, is has Guillermo del Toro <laughs> gone full George Lucas? <laughs> uh, what else is happening with this show? And then we'll wrap this up. Um, Abe goes hunting uh, in a flashback. Uh, goes down a well, mm-hmm. climbs through another small tunnel, and comes back out. Oh no! There was a real cool moment. Probably the coolest moment for me in, in the show was when he's about to kill the one vampire, uh, and she says, uh, "the The sun is setting, and you're so far from home." Which I thought was a pretty cool thing, and then he just like, holy shit, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Like, like no. no. Uh, and then he shimmies out of there th- through the little tiny hole, comes out, uh, and his rope is gone. Uh, and the German is up there. Um, Icorus is up there. And says, "You want the rope, huh? <laughs> you want to get out of the well? Oh, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Eight, two, three, four, <laughs> three, one, two, two, two <laughs> four, six, oh, one. Yeah." Uh, he leaves him and he climbs out yeah uh, gets home which we all knew was coming yeah he uh, gets gets home too late um, wife is gone and she shows up with uh, two kids I guess his kids I don't remember I, didn't I don't see think them. they're his kids I, I she think she shows up with two kids uh, yeah I, I think that I, I don't know I mean maybe it was the it was a vampire's recognition of their plans to adopt or something or it was uh, just fucking with him. Just fucking with him. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, did they say that plans to adopt? Yeah, he I says. Uh, he says one day this will all be over, and we'll you know we'll move somewhere, and we'll start a life, we'll adopt a boy and a girl. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, like we already talked about the flashback stuff. Didn't necessarily need to see any of it. Um, I'd rather see him fight those vampires down there. Yeah. Did it, this now? And did the cutting of the heart? Did that jibe with the autopsy that we saw? And what I mean by that is, it looked like it didn't look like when they autopsied the pilot that he had a heart. So is she still in the transitionary phase where she is not a vampire? Did we just miss that when he did the mm. autopsy? Because I, I just remember watching that and thinking I didn't I don't really feel like I see a heart there. I thought that's where we, he had heart grapes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I think we I think we did see a heart. Okay. And it looked like a bunch of grapes. Yeah. Um what else? Uh Nora saw the heart from his wife and Abe's like get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here, bitch. I told you to never come <laughs> to the West Wing. <laughs> yeah. Um 
And the only thing we haven't really talked about is uh, Palmer. Oh, yeah. Aldridge Palmer is dying. Uh, says the Master's needed. Master shows up at the end. He says he has faith in the Master. Yeah. Uh, I believe. Yeah. Mr. Pitt, I believe. Yeah. What a Lame. stirring allegory for religion. Yeah. Uh, and the Master shows up at the end and gives him, uh, gives him some... Uh, it didn't look like he gave him some a Some almond milk. It looked like uh, he gave him goop, didn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> some goop, yeah. With with uh, with uh, it wasn't blood. It was a it was like a a pale white kind of goop. Yeah, and that and like when he did uh, what's his face, um, he gave him blood, right? He, no, he gave him a worm. He gave oh, him he a gave direct worm, yeah. worm. So this was like weird and different, and I, it kind of shows because Icor's or not Icor's uh, Palmer, um, looked downright ruddy. Yeah, yeah, he looked and, like he had been given life anew. Yeah, almost uh, almost immediately, uh, yeah. his color comes back, uh, much like Theoden of Rohan. Yeah, after uh, he, the Saruman is cast out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta squeeze him in somehow. Gotta get it in. Um, perhaps you would remember your strength if you grasps your sword. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I apologize. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's, I guess, healed, but I'm sure there's some bad shit that's going to come to him. There has to be. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought he was going to kill him at first. Yeah. Um, but he's keeping him alive for whatever reason, uh, and uh, I'm sure he'll either kill him or he'll be completely controlled by the Master now. Yeah, or, or, or maybe this is like a little bit of a King Midas thing, where maybe it's like you've been given a new life and this is the world that you get. Is you are no different. Because, like, maybe you just made him a human and now they're done. Their pact is done. Maybe it's like, all right, like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to fuck with you, but I, yeah, this is my dominion. And my little children are eating people. So you're going to hide out just like F if you want to remain human. I'd be fucked up. I'd be fucked up, but, it, it, you know, it'd be interesting. That'd be a monkey's paw yeah. scenario, I think. <laughs> Um, Three wishes I'll give you. Yeah. Yeah. Better be careful with those wishes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the show. Uh, I think we covered everything, right? Yeah. Uh, Gus, Fett, men... We covered or, more than everything. Men or women. I, again, I, I feel like each time we do this podcast, we spend more time thinking about the show than the people who wrote it thought about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you have coming up? Um, yeah, I, so I have a free intro to work. Intro to Improv Workshop. Intro to work. If you are looking to be employed... Employed. Uh, uh, speak to David, who is one of the least employed people on the planet. <laughs> um, are you unemployed or underemployed? Looking to turn your career around? <laughs> Come get tips from a guy with a deep voice and a winning smile. Um, no, I'm doing an Intro to Improv Workshop on Saturday, October 11th, from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. It's two hours where you will get your improv on and um i'm looking forward to that i'm also i'm in shows literally every saturday um study hall page one dirty laundry this saturday and the future and so uh come check me out i i am i am proud to be affiliated with some of the best improv acts in the city of philadelphia yeah i'm not ashamed to say it cool and Jolie just walked in. Hey, loyal fans. Who hasn't even watched the episode yet. <laughs> and won't. Uh, and won't. <laughs> no, I will. Uh, I'm and just going to listen to this episode of you 
And as far as plugs for myself, um, I would say The Future, uh, Saturday at 9 o'clock, performing in the big house team block. There's a bunch of house teams performing. Uh, at 10.30, we have Jet Eveleth and Holly Laurent, uh, two amazing improvisers coming to town. They're also teaching workshops. Uh, and today, Fit just announced uh, the Black Friday Comedy Festival, which is going to be happening on Black Friday this year, uh, right after Thanksgiving. And it's a 36, I believe, 36-hour marathon, consistently running comedy shows. Uh, so go to blackfridaycomedyfestival.com. Uh, or phillyimprovtheater.com for more information on that. Uh, but with that said, we have the finale coming up, yeah. and I can't wait because then this podcast yes, will be ends. done. <laughs> but if, if you if you if you listen to this podcast just because you kind of like us, get ready because we are about to go back. Uh, SRM never did seasons one and two of Game of Thrones, yeah. so we're gonna go back and we're gonna do them. We have a dynamite group. Uh, slowly coalescing for that and it's going to be a ton of fun and you're going to see us enthusiastic about something which we haven't been yeah. uh, since, since the leftovers, the leftovers. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and rob has been talking about doing possibly american horror story which i don't think i'm going to um uh, but, y- y'all uh, have my blessing we'll see about that <laughs> um, but um yeah all right thanks everybody thank you bye, bye.